World Port Strikes, why next day delivery could be a luxury of the past, so they're telling us. The dispute between Global Port Container Operator DP World and the Maritime Union of Australia has seen workers strike at ports across Australia, which has led to concerns over transport costs and product shortages. Global Supply Chain Expert Associate Professor Elizabeth Jackson from Curtin's University School of Management and Marketing says that consumers may need to grow accustomed to disruptions to global transport, which could become more frequent. We don't want to hear that, do we, Elizabeth? Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Jenny. I'm sorry to be the bearer of such <laughs> negative news on this fine Monday afternoon. <laughs> it's a fact, though. And, I mean, when we look at what's happening in the, around the Red Sea at the moment, uh, it's a combination of world trade really being affected. Oh, it, you've absolutely hit the nail on the head, Jenny. And um, it's really the um, the frequency and the um, the size of these disruptions to our national and global transport systems that are just making it nearly impossible. Um, particularly yeah. for small businesses to put one foot in front of the other, which well, is very concerning. They're sort of just getting over the pandemic restrictions with, you know, things arriving on time and everything, you know, the cars and all that sort of thing. It was a terrible time, obviously. Oh, was it ever? Uh, and I think everybody, um, what, in, including myself, I might add, um, was sort of hanging in until the until the panic uh, pandemic was over, and we sort of thought, oh yeah, well we'll get back to normal at some point. And mm. I think um, you know we we are getting back to normal after the pandemic, but it's these um, this continuous flow of supply chain disruptions. Um, that we just can't seem to yeah. we just can't seem to cope with in our supply chains. Can't win, can we? I've read that it was costing something like ten million dollars a day, and resulting in a backlog of, of about six thousand containers at Fremantle Port alone. Mm-hmm. Yes, these these numbers are staggering, um, and I believe there I've got no reason to dispute their their accuracy. Um, and it's 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 very difficult. Um, I come from a, a small business background myself, and um, it's it's very difficult to try to navigate um, how how to get through the, these turbulent times. Because of course, this particular case of um, industrial relations, this industrial relations dispute, has been going on, I believe, since October. Mm. Um, and you know, not even you know when when the government was called in. To, to try to um, you know, help with some sort of mediation facilitation of, uh, of um, a resolution, we were you know told a flat no. Yeah. Um, so it's you know Never stops, what, what, yeah. what's around the corner. Very <laughs> doesn't look good, does it? DP World were a target, were they not? Tell us about in November last year, uh, they had a cyber attack. What was that about? Yes. Well, you might remember um, in about mid-November last year, DP World. Um, was subject to um, a, a, cyber, a cyber attack. Um, and you might remember that incident because it really hit the headlines because it was so close to Christmas. Um, and, and everyone was thinking, oh, what about my, you know, what about yeah. my Christmas deliveries? What about my Christmas presents? And, and you know, the, the shops as well. Um, now, it's, DP World is a very interesting um, company which many listeners may not have heard of. 
um, before you know this this series of um, disruptions uh, to them over the last uh, few months. They're a very interesting company. Twenty years ago, they didn't exist, mm, um, and that, yeah, and they have really um, popped the top in terms of global um, shipping services, um, and they are a major heavyweight um, of global logistics services. Um, you know, they operate not only ports in Australia, but uh, in the very large ports in Australia, in, um, around the world, you know, London and, and so on and so forth. But in Australia, um, they really control about um, 40% of the container cargo that comes into Australia. So there are other service providers who do a, who do a similar job. There are one or two competitors um, in Australia. So this isn't affecting everyone and everything it's really only affecting dp world's um um uh, customers yeah, yeah um but the but what was very interesting about the cyber attack back in mid-november uh, which is unlike the industrial relations disputes at the moment um in that the cyber attack that this is a brand new disruption um cyber attacks on cyber security um have not been around for very long, no. and we're and our, and our supply chains are still trying to cope um, with this type of disruption. You know, um, industrial disputes have been going on for a long, long, long time, um, short uh, longer than my short young life. Um, but um, but this these cyber attacks, um, this is brand new to us. What were, what were they trying to do? What was the purpose of it, Elizabeth? Mm, um, it was it was very interesting. Um, essentially, disrupt. Um, okay. I'm I'm not an IT security expert by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, there are, I believe that there are a number of um, motivations for these these attacks. Um, sometimes it's for a ransom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's just to be disruptive. What, uh, opposition? So I'm just trying to work out why they would bother to do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and what we found, um, one of the numerous um, uh, negative outcomes of the pandemic was um, these, these nefarious characters, um, were, like, like so many of us, were locked at home. Mm-hmm. Um, with access to, you know, not a lot other than the internet. So they used this time to really um, sharpen their skills um, in, you know, in hacking into these very important um, systems um, of, of these big companies. Uh, now, what we don't know about this particular cyber security attack is what was being targeted, what information, what data within D- DP World in Australia was being targeted, mm-hmm. whether it was um, information about cargo, um, you know, what's coming in and out of the port. It could have been about people's pay. Yeah, it could have been sure. about um, it could have been about operations. You know how many liters of fuel particular machines operate. We, we don't know. We, that's something mm. that we didn't that, that we that we never found out. Is it linked uh, to the strikes? What, what's what are the, what's the reason? Yeah, well, DP World. No, I don't believe it is linked okay. to strikes. But DP World um, have just had a really tough time in Australia um, over the over the past few months. I mean, having the cyber security attack. Um, now having um, this ongoing disruption um, with 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 the negotiations um, around pay with the with the union, um, these are all disruptions that companies that are involved in supply chains just simply cannot afford to have. 
These are disruptions that are increasing our costs, um, that are obviously increasing insurance costs, Mm. um, and they are, at the end of it all, disappointing um, our small businesses and our customers, uh, consumers at at the end of the line. Um, And unfortunately, our supply chains that have been very, very carefully engineered over the last 30 or 40 years just aren't able to cope with the magnitude and frequency of these disruptions. And a new disruption is the, um, you know, as of today, um, is the is floods and um, inclement weather in yeah. Queensland. The, the dispute, I'm just trying to work out why we've got this as well at the moment because obviously you're the expert in this area. The dispute between global port container operator DP World and the Maritime Union of Australia, they're striking across Australia over the concerns. Is that right, of the concerns of the transport costs and product shortages. How's that going to make anything any better? Well, I, I'm again. I'm not an, an industrial relations expert, but I believe that just, um, the dispute is about their pay. Oh, okay. The, That's the, what the I was maritime, wondering. Yeah, the maritime workers. Um, their 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 dispute is about pay and inequitable pay um, with. Um, competing organisations. Um, I believe that's the heart of it. But Usually is. in terms of consumers and um, and small and, and businesses, I shouldn't just say small businesses. Mm. Any businesses of any sort that are reliant on container shipping, and that's essentially all of us. Okay, where are we at this point then? Do you think? I mean, <laughs> the, the de- delivery is so important to so many businesses, like you point out. But how mm. f- are, we, are they talking? Uh, is the strike, if, it, if it's ended, uh, is that going to help things, or are there going to be other problems? Well, I'm not sure that the um, that the the threat of strike activity has ended. I understand that negotiations are still ongoing. Um, I do fear that there has a, a gridlock um, has been reached, which was why last week um, the, the the two parties went to the government to to try to get some sort of um, facilitation of, of of the negotiations. But of course, that fell flat. Mm. Um, but even when the, the, even even if the, the strike action is called off, or even when um, you know we, the, the business as usual does resume, I believe that there is something like two to eight weeks worth of stock mm, backlog um, yeah. containers that backlog. Thank you, that are just yeah. sitting, waiting to be dealt with. Oh, so that's going to take an, uh, another ex, a lot of mm. extra time um, to clear. So customers um, of DP World um, are going to have to keep waiting. Of course. This is not affecting customers that are not um, associated with DP World. So yeah, um, customers of container, sh- con- um, co- um, container um, managers that are 60% of the market, um, um, they are not affected and bulk um, shipments aren't affected either. So... So the strikers are, sorry to interrupt, but the, the, mm-hmm. the workers are still clearing those containers, are they, for the 60%? But not DP World, correct? Oh, okay. Yes. okay. Yeah, so don't. So, so the, the okay, thing is, it. DP World. Yeah, yeah. DP World only. Um, well, not only. Forty yeah. percent is, is an enormous amount of market share. But we mustn't forget that there are the, the other, the remaining sixty percent um, is business as usual. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, dear. It's the luck of the draw, isn't it? It's oh, I tell you, it's um, it's a it's a very, very, very turbulent time. Um, yeah. Not only in Australian logistics, but international logistics oh, as well. Gracious. Um, and the best 
we can do as consumers is be patient mm-hmm. um, and also and also be kind. Um, yeah. Yeah, be kind to delivery drivers. Be kind to people you know, in, in in the retail outlets. You know that the. the the, the people that are consumer facing this isn't their fault no, um, they not. don't want to be in this situation um and we might just have to um start planning um what we're buying um a little bit sooner a little bit better like we used to um you know that that idea that oh my goodness mum's birthday's coming up i need something tomorrow mm-hmm. um yeah that's Yep, plan B. We can't, yeah, we can't live like that <laughs> just at the moment. Hopefully we will get back to it, but yeah. just at the moment our supply chains um, are having a really tough time. Oh, they certainly are. Look, Elizabeth, thank you very, very much indeed. You're a very busy lady and you're finding out all the information for us. If there's good news, we'll have you back, okay? Oh, thank you so much indeed, Jenny. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. (laughs) Thank you, Elizabeth, very much indeed. Uh, Associate Professor Elizabeth Jackson, Curtin University School of Management and Marketing.